podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. Hey, to three questions and a song, a podcast where the title says it all, except for where it doesn't, because I never asked just three questions. My name is Bill. This is episode number 65. With me tonight is Gallo Lochnes. What's up, Gallo? What up, man? Thanks for having me, bro. Um, so I was reading over your bio, and this this is where we're starting with question number one. I <laughs> so first of all, you're a pretty well known hip hop artist. And people know you from um, NBA Countdown. But I was reading further, and I was like, wow, I had no idea. Um, I want you to do some name dropping and, and tell us about things that you've produced and different companies you've worked with. Okay. Yeah, we could do that. We could definitely do that. Uh, I mean, right off the bat, you mentioned the NBA. I've done a lot of work with the NBA. Um, I did uh, uh, sound-ups with them. Um, I did that for two seasons. Uh, this past year, I, I worked with the NBA, and I helped uh, write some commercials for them for the finals, which was dope. That was really exciting. I had never did that before. Uh, so I have a really dope relationship with the NBA, thankfully. Uh, I've worked with the WNBA. I've worked with other companies that are affiliated with the NBA as well, uh, such as Pure Sweat, um, Drew Hanlon, who is one of like the NBA's top NBA trainers. Uh, that's a good friend of mine. Uh, obviously, I met him after working with the NBA, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. uh, uh, I mean, if you don't know who Drew Hanlon is, that's understandable, right? But uh, he's definitely trended on Twitter a few times. And if you Google him, you see he's he's a real deal. So he's a good guy, man. Um, I've worked, um, I've done stuff with uh, um, uh, HBO. I've done things for HBO. Um, I've done things for um, Love and Hip Hop. Uh, a lot of reality shows. Uh, right now, currently in rotation, is a commercial I did for Push Pop. Uh, that's that's on like all like the kids stations and stuff, um, which is pretty cool. You know what I mean? Uh, anybody that got kids have heard it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and then I just continue to do stuff for TV and and I've been I've done a few movies as well. And I'm still continuing to work on that type of stuff. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I know I, I've been watching your timeline and yeah. you're starting to get recognized and it's freaking out, freaking you out a little bit. Oh, yeah, bro. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> bro, it's so funny because, like, anybody that knows me knows, like, I try to remain really humble. You know what I'm saying? And it's easy. Like, when I first worked work for the NBA, I was getting a buzz. You know what I mean? And um, I had some people around me that was like, yo, you're a star. You're the man. Da, 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 da. And the first time experiencing that, it's like, yeah, you're right. I am a man. I am a star. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I used to go around, like, I was still humble, but at the same time, I was still like, yo, but I'm the man. You know what I'm saying? And I found, like, you don't get a lot of genuineness around you like that. You know what I'm saying? So I learned from that. And now I'm at a bigger place than I was then. And, like, people, I'm going outside. People are like, hey, Gala, what's up? People screaming across the street, trying to get my attention. I was at McDonald's the other day. Homie gave me some extra food. You know what I'm saying? Because I, <laughs> I was there. You know what I mean? But it, And it's funny because I just be, like, real awkward about it. I'm like, okay, thank you. You know what I mean? Thank, thanks oh, I, a lot. Yeah. My, I, um, I was at a Rock for Life concert, and um, <laughs> someone – I was walking past – this group of people and it's carrying on conversation and this guy's like hey i know you yeah. I'm like, 
and I and I looked at him and then I recognized him as someone I interviewed. He's like, okay. I recognize your voice. That's dope. That's dope, bro. That's it, dope. It's, it, it was weird. It's, it is weird. It's different, bro. You know what I mean? And I'm not one of those people that like looks down on people. You know what I mean? I'm one of those people that's like, we equals, man. We all human. So like when people treat me like that way, it's like you don't have to. Like it's all good. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's cool, bro. You know what I mean? And then another thing, too, is, like, I'm always with my daughters. So, like, I'm always, like, really cautious about that, too. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you got to be careful. Because, unfortunately, the world that we live in, it, it it ain't all, you know what I mean? It ain't all love and it ain't all positive. You know what I mean? People come off. What do they say? It's like a wolf in sheepskin. Some people come yeah. off like they, you know, like they saw good, but then they might try to catch you slipping. So I'm also very, very protective and cautious of that stuff. So. That's why I said it's awkward because I, I never know if it's real or not. You know what I mean? <laughs> I am. Um, I also have I have two daughters okay. and, and a son. Yeah. Um, so you get it. I do. And and yeah. I'm thinking because I was looking for a picture of you to put behind us. I don't know if you saw. I found one on yeah. your website. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking our daughters are probably pretty close in age. Okay. Um, uh, mine's is 12 and 6. I I, my, I have twin eleven year olds. See, I wasn't uh, that far off. Nah, you're that <laughs> close. Absolutely, yeah. And then my my son is thirteen, so okay. We, we've had some interesting mornings around here lately. <laughs> oh, sure, bro. Listen, bro. I went to pick up my daughter from school, and uh, this is last week, man. I picked her up, and I'm driving. And then some kid is like, Gallo Lagnes. <laughs> I'm like, yo. I, I sped up. I was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 we bad, awkward, bro. But it's all good. I got to get used to it, man. I got people in my circle that's like, bro, you got to use that time. Like, use that as a as an opportunity to, like, film it or get the people on video and, and show people. But at the time, I just be like, cool. All right. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I teach at a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Um, preschool through eighth grade, yeah. and um, last year one of my eighth graders asked me if he could be on my podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said. I was like, That's "Um, dope. I said when you get in a band and you're over eighteen, email me." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you of age, on <laughs> no liabilities. <laughs> nah, but his goal is to be a musician, which is really cool. That's and- dope, man. That's dope, yeah. man. Yo, not for nothing, man. I spend a lot of time with kids and the youth, bro. Like, I always look at the youth as our future. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I you know, I spend a lot of time at the Y. Well, I spent some time at the YMCA. I don't want to come off like like I'm there every day. But, like, I spent some time at the YMCA, man. I, I work with uh, a young artist by the name of Young Scholar. He's 16. I've been working with him since he's been, like, 11 years old. You know what I mean? Um, bro, I believe that the, the youth is the answer. You know what I mean? They're the future, bro. So, we got to continue to make time for them, you know? And, and I feel like this feeds right into the second question I wanted to ask I you. I, I wanted, wanted you to um, touch base and, and tell us about PEM. Oh, yeah. All day, man. I could talk about that all day. Uh, PEM stands for Positive Energy Movement. Um, PEM is about having a positive mentality. Um, you see in the background, you can kind of see in my, my post in the background, it's always a constant reminder to, uh, you know, stay open-minded, uh, be optimistic as much as possible. Um, you know, a lot of people, it's funny, man. I come across a lot of people that's like, yeah, you're optimistic, but I'm re- I'm a realist. Why can't you be both, right? Why can't yep. being optimistic be be real? You know what I'm saying? And and that's what it's about, man. It's all about training and mentality. So PM is, is a moment I started. I talk about it at every show. I talk about it in my songs. 
And it's honestly a way to get people to open their minds to think more positive, to um, avoid as much negativity as possible and not fall into the trap of negativity. Negativity is going to happen, right? It's going to happen, but it all depends on your viewpoint, right? You could look at it like, yo, this is going to knock me down. Or you could look at it like, yo, this is going to hit me, but it's going to make me stronger. You know what I mean? I might get knocked down, but I'm going to get back up and I'm going to be prepared for it next time. You know what I mean? So that's what it's about, man. Um, You know, another thing is people feel like if if you're positive, then then you're happy all the time. And that's not the case, right? We're human. (laughs) I had that that conversation in two classes today about... Did you? Just because I'm not yelling at you doesn't mean that what you're doing doesn't affect me. (laughs) That's real, bro. That's real. And it's like... Yo, being positive, I am going to be down sometimes. I am going to be uh, upset sometimes. I'm going to be angry sometimes. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's all about um, focusing on the light ahead. So, yeah, I might be down now, but that doesn't mean I have to stay down. That doesn't mean I have to stay angry. You know what I mean? I'm going to do everything in my power to get out of that space so then I can move forward to that light where I'm back to being me again and being upbeat and being positive and, and sharing good energy. So, yeah, that's what PEM is about, man. And you know, I got I got the bracelets and junk, you know what I mean? The wristbands. I give it out at every show. Uh people live by it. You know what I'm saying? I have people that hit me up. It's like, yo, I need another bracelet. I'm like, all right, cool, come to my next show. <laughs> you know what I mean? So next time we're standing next to each other, I I have a collection started. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Let's go. <laughs> so um I just alluded to something that happened. I was uh at a Oh, what it was um the Royal Honey CD release. Oh, that, okay, that's the joint I was at, right? Yeah, and hey. Gallo was standing right next to me, and I was like, hmm, oh. "I'm not gonna say anything." <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I t- like I told you, dog. Like, you know, I- I'm cool with people approaching me. I know I might come off awkward. I say that now, right? But <laughs> but. <laughs> But, like, especially in that setting, in, like, a song, like, in a show or or an event, whatever, like, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? So I encourage people to approach me. You know what I mean? And especially if you recognize me, you know, let's use use it as an opportunity to get pictures on social media. Let's use it as an opportunity to network or or do something else. And that's what we did, right? Right? You invited me on the show and, 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 and look at us, man. Like, you know, we continue to build. I love that, bro. I love that. I most of my initial uh, interactions with band members result in me sending them a Facebook message and apologizing. I'm like, look, man, I'm sorry. We were in, you caught me off guard. <laughs> Yo, I'm here to take pictures. I'm not here for Cabo. Right, right. <laughs> it's like after you walked away, ten minutes later, I was like, oh yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, it's all good, bro. It's all good. How did yo? How did did I did I talk to you first? Is that what happened? I can't remember. Um, as far as coming on here, I think no, 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 no. When we was at the at the Royal Honey CD release, oh, we didn't talk at all. <laughs> we didn't talk at all. No, that's crazy. That's no, I, I sent you a message later and said, "Hey, do you want to?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry, I was taking pictures, but uh, no. <laughs> I, well, that was I, I. I showed up, um, invited by Royal Honey because I, yeah. I do their website. Yeah. And I was like, hey, if it's all right with you guys, I'm gonna come take some pictures and put it in my portfolio. Word up. And you know, bro, but- your pictures was fire. Thank you. Pictures and- fire. You got some joints of me too, man. I love that, Jamie. I was hype. And uh 
the, the one with you pointing off to the side. That's yeah, my favorite bro, one. that's one of my favorite pictures, bro. I love that picture. And then uh, Dom, Dominic Fusca, I got that. I took like two pictures of him. Because, uh, you know, he was in that little stage as you walk past the bar. Upstairs. And he uses them all the time. I that's love dope. It. <laughs> that's dope, bro. Now you got an eye, bro. You have an eye, and that's dope, man. It, like that's that's the type of stuff. It can be taught, but sometimes people are gifted, bro. And like, no, you gifted. I am. Um, the the thing is, like, Jonna from First Angel Media, yeah, and um, Raina Pelly, who you probably don't know because she hasn't been real active recently. Okay, but but the two of them are are phenomenal photographers. Yeah, and that's um. Cool. I have been taking pictures for almost 20 years, but I never had the right equipment. Okay. And um, one day, Joanna sent me her backup camera. And she's like, this is yours now. And she just showed up at my house. She's like, use this. And then she and Raina will every once in a while send them a message. Hey, I'm trying to do this. And they'll get on um, Zoom yeah. and show me how to do something. So I'm I'm that's learning cool. learning from the best in the area. Yeah, man. And that's what it's about, right? Like I got some photography friends because I have a camera too. I haven't used it in a while, I'm not gonna lie. But uh <laughs> when I when I when I was into it, I asked a lot of my photography friends and stuff. So that's that's what it's about. The the last time I used mine, I was taking pictures of a food truck. Said <laughs> <laughs> a food truck. That's what's up. Well, food I, truck. Um Delvecchio's sausage and fries. Oh, that sounds banging. Where's that? Uh, well, they're based out of Vandergrift. Um, okay. I I do their website. That's I do. That's that was my introduction to the music scene. I, I did cool. a website for a band. Yeah. And, um, they I've known the owner of Del Vecchio's pretty much since probably since I was five. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Um, we moved moved in where my parents live now, and like four houses down was it was called Del Vecchio's. It was a little Italian store. Yeah. And um it was his parents and his aunt and uncle owned it. Yeah. And um he uh opened a opened a diner for a while and that's when okay. I got involved with helping him and then when he got out of the diner he opened a food truck and I just followed along. <laughs> that's dope though. That's yeah. cool. That's um, cool, bro. I I like I love the whole food truck thing, man. I know a couple of people that own food trucks. I feel like you know, I mean it's cool to own like a brick and mortar, you know spot but like you know a food truck man it seems like i feel like a lot of people kind of leaning towards that you know what i mean and and, and it's cool because it's usually you know you have multiple choices when you get a food truck because there'll yeah, be a yeah. couple of them yeah and uh, i i have a couple favorites yeah okay <laughs> okay tellback Del- is one of them okay um, that's what's then, up. um my aunt and uncle own a kona ice truck now two of okay. them actually cool. <laughs> that's what's up what kind of truck kona ice it's um so- shaped the shaved ice. Oh, shaved ice. Okay, yeah, I remember yeah. word. That's dope. But um, anyway, that was a weird tangent for the show. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, oh, let's go in here. Oh, so Neil Donnelly is in the chat. I don't know if you see on your screen. I do a, see it. I, I do see it. I see it when it popped up. So Neil used to run a podcast too. And um, what's up, Neil? Thanks for commenting. He's just messaging that he's going to have a food truck in a couple of years, which I believe he's constantly posting awesome looking food. <laughs> yeah, bro. I love food, man. I'm I'm a huge foodie. Like I love like it's so it's it's I think it's actually a bad thing. But like <laughs> anytime I travel, like I don't look for amenities. I don't look for, you know, what's the cool thing to do. I look for what is that area known for its food? Like that's what I look for every time I travel. 
You know what I mean? So that's cool, man. I am. Um, I have an app on my phone that you might want to download. It's called Mobile Nom. N O M. That's and, funny. Nom. I already yeah. knew what that meant. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a Pittsburgh based, but it's you know it's all over the U.S. But it was built by um, I think CMU graduates. Okay, wow. And basically, what it does is it shows you food trucks that are in the area and how far away they are from you and where they are. What? Um, and it's on my phone because I was doing the work with Del Vecchio's and I, I keep his schedule up to date on it, but it's really cool. Like I I've never, I've never really, no, that's not true. I went to the hot dog guys once when it popped up. Okay. <laughs> that's another one of my favorite trucks. Hot dog guys. Okay. Dog that's guys. cool. I, I just downloaded it. I don't know if y'all can see, <laughs> you probably can, but yeah, I downloaded that. I'm definitely going to make use of that. Trust me. <laughs> Um, so let's see. Um, I have to ask you, this has become like the official question of all my podcasts. Okay. Um, and I'll give you a little bit of history. Listen, regular listeners have heard it a few times, but, um, I have this thing where I'm trying to get Dave Grohl to come on one of my podcasts from the Foo Fighters. Oh, word. Okay. And, um, I'm not. Used to tag him and invite him. Um, I is that the main singer to do with the black hair? Yes. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I emailed his um his management who completely ignored my email. Um, (laughs) I I think there's probably going to be a a, uh, um protection PFA soon (laughs) because I just I like I randomly tag them and say, hey. Why don't you come do my show? <laughs> you never know, bro. Like I wouldn't stop. Um, Brian Johnson from ACDC did a, a kind of a, a live video like we're doing here yeah. where, where he showed up at Dave's house in a van and they talked about vans. I watched it. It was like an hour long. It was really cool. That's so, cool. Uh, so I, I post that YouTube link and I tag Brian Johnson. It says, hey, Brian Johnson, how did you get Dave Grohl? And I tagged him yeah. to answer you. That's funny. That's funny. But anyway, did Brian Johnson? Did did Brian Johnson? No, no. Oh, was it Brian Johnson or David Johnson? Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they they both ignored me. But ah, it's all good. Keep trying. That's because they don't know that I talk to people like Gallo and (laughs) and I've talked I've talked to. uh, That's not gonna help you. (laughs) That's that's not gonna help you. I've talked to um. Oh, why am I blanking on his name now? Um, bass player for Ugly Kid Joe. Um. Cordell Crockett. Oh, okay. Word. Okay. And um, I've also talked to John Bechtel, who's the current keyboardist of Ministry. So I've talked to some big names. Talked to some people. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he could come on. He wouldn't be out of place. Nah, bro. <laughs> he just got to realize it. That's all. But, Keep um, trying. So here's the question um, The Foo Fighters and Dave Grohl are known for um, bringing their fans up on stage and letting them perform with them. Okay. Um, so, like, you know, you see in the stands all the time, there's signs, hey, I want to play this song with you. Well, That's dope. Well, they bring people up, like, do you know it? Come on up. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. So, my question to you is, who would you want to go on stage and perform with? Hmm. Good question. You know, man, I, I, when I perform, man, I'm a lot of energy. I like a lot of high energy. I like feeding off of each other. I like jumping around. I like bouncing. So, in all honesty, man, I would really love to perform with like a Busta Rhymes or like a uh, or, or like a, a Puff Daddy or Diddy. You know what I mean? Just because I love that energy. You know what I mean? And, and I could match it. 
You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I would love to do that. I think that would pretty be pretty cool, you know? So I'm going to real quick cheat, and I'm going to bounce back to your uh... – oh, I don't have it open anymore. I was going to bounce back to your bio. Hold on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I do, okay. I do have it. I just have to scroll. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so if I remember correctly, let me look here. So you've performed all over the East Coast. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and um, now, now, just two weeks ago, I performed in San Antonio. That was my first time out there. So Nice. Yeah. And um, you've also, you lived in Brooklyn, if I remember? Did the I read? Bronx. The, the Bronx. Bronx. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bronx, so, that's where I was born. I was born in the Bronx, New York. So what? So was my aunt, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Um, and that's I, the one that owns the food truck. No, no. Ah, uh, so bro, I, 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 I can't tell you a story about her that that nobody believes though. Okay. Um, okay. she in the seventies was working at a um truck stop, and Kiss came through. And okay. at the time, you know, they were still all wearing makeup, so nobody knew yeah, who they yeah. were. And yeah. they told her, "Hey, we're kissed. Do you want? Do you want our autographs?" And she's like, "No." Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm like she told me that story. I'm like, "You're killing me." <laughs> oh my god! You could have had an autograph from Kiss. Yeah. That's huge. I have a similar story. I have a similar story. If you don't mind. No, go ahead. Um, my mother had. Um, we was in Florida. We was at my. I want to say my my sister's wedding. And we staying in this hotel. And at the time, my, my mother was um, she she was handicapped at the time. She just got in a car accident, so she was she, she had trouble walking. So with that, she had the handicap sticker to park in the handicap, right? So we're staying in this hotel, and no limit happened to be there. No limit. So like Master P, uh, and this is like right before they blew up. It's like right before they blew up. So uh Master P, Silk the Shocker, Mystical. It was all those people were in the hotel, right? So we're going downstairs down the elevator, and we are in the in the in the elevator with like two members of No Limit. And my my mom is like, uh, she's like, Who are you guys? And they're like, Oh, we're no limit. She goes, oh, Okay, well, y'all need to move your car because y'all blocking the handicap. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, me and my brother was in there. I was like, yo, mom, what are you doing? She's like, I don't care who they are. I'm like, y'all making it hard for me to park. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. I'm assuming they went and moved it. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. They was good, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, nah, they was going. It was, it was a cool experience. Something I'll never forget. You know what I mean? So my mom didn't care though. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I met Gene Simmons once from okay, Kiss, and um, it was at a book signing. So I do have his autograph, but That's not cool. not See, anybody else's. Yeah, but, yeah. but um, some people have had mixed, you know. Sometimes there's good stories for Gene. Sometimes okay. there's, but, which I'm sure is like any celebrity, right? It's yeah. just, it depends on what kind of day you catch them on. Um, I had a digital camera with me. Go figure. Yeah, and um, it used mini CDs, like little. Oh, they were like, I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember those joints. Yeah. The conversation I had with Gene Simmons was how my camera worked. Yeah, that's <laughs> dope, though. But like that, that, those be like the most yeah. natural conversations. That's everyone's like, well, how was he? I'm like. We were talking tech. <laughs> Just right, yeah, bro. Like sometimes it'd be like that. But all right, so here's what we're gonna do. <clears throat> I need you to tell me a little bit about your song, Goodbye Myself, and then we're sure. gonna give it a listen. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, so Good By Myself was is is a little bit of an older song, but um it's still very relevant. Um the song is about anybody that pretty much has people around them and uh <laughs> I see I see Anthony's <laughs> What up, Rocky? What up, Rocky? I do um, their I do their website too. <laughs> yeah, that's dope, bro. That's dope. Um so yeah, so it's about pretty much uh you know, if you have people around you and it's good to have people around you, but sometimes people around some people around you might be hating on you or trying to hold you back. You know what I mean? Or, you know, they're happy that you're doing good, but you can't. I don't want you to do better than me type people. You know what I mean? So good myself. Good by myself is basically a statement like, yeah, I got my team, but I'm still good by myself. You know what I mean? I could still move forward. I could still accomplish things on my own. You know what I mean? So. It's a big self-awareness track, uh, and it's okay to believe in yourself. You know what I mean? So that's the point of the track, yeah. Okay, so we're going to take a moment and listen to that, and we'll be right back with Gallo. Yeah, it's team on the dog. We don't vacate, need a shot like an 8K, 8K. Can't take the summer off. Nah, what you thought? You don't think that we working hard, then we making fun of y'all. I mean, you lost it, like you gave up, and you forfeit. You should back us like an entourage. We not working with a full deck, like you cut the cards. But we still got a full house. Someone took the tools out, got screwed, took a new route. What you thinking that we sinking? I mean, even for a week of barely sleeping, barely eating, trying to cool out. Yo, let me show you what we do now. Yeah, working hard till we move out. Yeah, I feel house on the hill with a pool house. Strictly for my family and my crew now. Yeah, yeah. let me show you how it go, 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 go. Go, let me show you how I go, 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 go. I'm good by myself, I don't do this for help. I'm trying to stand on my wealth, and all my loved ones are help. I said I'm good by myself, I don't do this for help. I'm trying to stand on my wealth, and all my loved ones are help. Y'all hear me though? Yeah, motivation. Uh. In me altercation, yeah. trying to plan it out for automation. Yeah. Put my fam on no relation and related ones. Go even harder when the hating comes, right? But I'ma have to show you that I ain't the one. Yeah. Quit it you hard like Jamaican rum, like wait up, son. Ooh. Not violence, but with silence, pay him no mind. Nah, nah. Like I ain't got funds, ain't proud of me, you won't get a breath out of me. Nah, nah. Like I ain't got lungs, putting them long nights, working like all night. Yeah. And I ain't got sun. Do this for my people and them haters that I see through, and you know that I'm a teacher that I am the one. Go. Go, 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 go. Let me show you how I go. Go, 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 go. I'm good by myself. I don't do this for help. I'm trying to stand on my wealth. Ain't no my loved ones I help. I said I'm good by myself. I don't do this for help. I'm trying to stand on my wealth. Ain't no my loved ones I help. Y'all hear me though? We ain't never stopping. Really hoping for you haters hear me. That's why I be. That was Good By Myself by Gala Lochnez, who's hanging out with me tonight on episode number 65 
of three questions in a song. Um, we're already way past three. <laughs> uh, Gallo, so here's what's going to happen next. Um, on the last episode, I had Demo Demon on, and um, he kind of asked a question that I asked him earlier in the interview without okay. knowing that I was like, you know, he was Can prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was prepared, and it was the one I asked, which I never ask. I don't know how that happened. That's but it's, I feel like it's a good question for you, so we're going to roll with it. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and give him a chance to ask it. Hey, Gallo, it's Demo Demon, and I was wondering, since I was watching your music video on Music Is My Hero, if you could choose any power, what would it be? This could range from Captain Planet to anything Marvel or beyond. Yo, that's such a dope question. Um, I often think about that because I am a huge comic book fan, you know what I mean? So, um, and I was just having this conversation with uh, somebody I know too. Uh, honestly, man, I used to love the, the power of speed. Um, I used to love the power of um, super strength. But honestly, right now, currently right now, I would love the power to teleport. I would love to be able to teleport anywhere that I wanted to. Uh, I love to travel. So uh, if I could avoid the plane rides, if I could avoid the driving, <laughs> it just pop up there. I would love to do it. When it starts snowing in Pittsburgh, I would love to just teleport <laughs> to, to St. Martin <laughs> or somewhere in the Virgin Islands and kick it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro, I would I would love the power to teleport. I never even thought about teleporting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I work 49 miles from my house. That would be that would be an awesome superpower to have. <laughs> Absolutely, especially getting out of work and ready to go home. Right? Yeah. Like, yo, I'm home. I don't yeah. know about teleporting to work because yeah, you know, maybe drive to work <laughs> and yeah, teleport yeah. home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That hour drive home sometimes is killer, depending on oh, how the yeah. day went. <laughs> I'm sure, bro, man. I, I'm blessed enough to do music full time. But I remember, man, especially when I when I grew up in the Poconos, I used to work in like Scranton or I used to work in um, places that was like 30, 45 minutes away. You know what I mean? So that drive home sometimes it's like, man, I can't wait to get home, you know? So I, I get it. There used to be a... um. Ford dealership in Scranton called Domianos, which is my last name. Oh, okay. Word. <laughs> um, my wife's, my wife no has, relation? no, no. Okay. My wife has family there though. And I went to Scranton with her one time and I was like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, that's dope <laughs> to see your name, right? Now that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I used to, I used to spend a lot of time in Scranton, man. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, I love the people in Scranton, man. I've, I performed in Scranton many, many a times. But I always say every time I go to Scranton, it's either raining or it's dark. It's, I feel like the sun don't shine on Scranton. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know, bro. It just seems every time I go there, it's, it's one of the two. You and, know? And, and that's saying something living in Pittsburgh, because I think I, I read somewhere like two thirds of the day of the year is bad weather in Pittsburgh. Why? I didn't even realize that. Yeah. It's, I guess it just depends on how you look at it. <laughs> Well, let me tell you, when I was driving home today and the clouds were darker than it was when I was driving you to work, yeah. it was bad weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pouring today, actually. But, uh, but hey, I'd rather that than the snow. You know what I'm That's saying? That's true. You know, oh, and, and let me just be clear. I actually like the snow. I just hate to drive in it. You know what I mean? That's that's the only thing. I was at school a couple years ago, and um, my my tires were bald on my car. Oh, my God. And no. I had two new tires in my trunk. Oh, man. And 
I just hadn't gotten anywhere to get them put on yet. And um, it starts snowing, like oh, snowstorm. Snow and um, I panicked, and there's a um, car repair place right across the street. And I called okay. over. I was like, listen, <laughs> it's snowing pretty hard, and I have tires in my trunk. Can you put them on, like, now? Now, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, well, if you can have it over here by noon, we could have it on by, by the time you leave. Uh, so then they dismissed school early. Oh my gosh. So and there's a slight grade from my parking lot to get up the hill to them. Yeah. I couldn't get up the hill. You couldn't get up the hill. I've been there, bro. I've been there, bro. So I had to slide down the hill, go across a couple blocks and come up where the grade was less so I could get my tires yeah. put on so I could go home. Oh man, bro. Listen, I do you one better, man. I uh when I used to live in Florida for a while and I had a uh I think it was a 40th anniversary Mustang. It was beautiful, bro. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was beautiful in Florida. <laughs> but I, I <laughs> not so much here. <laughs> not so much in Pennsylvania, bro. No, I crashed that car so many times <laughs> from the snow, bro. I was and bro, I was I ain't going front, bro. I was broke. You know what I'm saying? So I had a nice car, but I couldn't afford a different car. So I'm hey, I gotta get around how I could get around, right? Bro, I crashed that thing so many times. The airbags was out. I used to drive around with the airbags out and stuff. It was crazy, yo. But, man, hey, RIP to that Mustang, man. It been through some rough times. <laughs> um, last two days on my way to work, I have passed uh, probably mid to late 80s Fox Body Mustang convertible. That okay. it's, I, I almost want to try and try and push them over so I can talk to them. It's that nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, I used to, bro, I used to get, I used to get every time I pull, you know, and, and I'm gonna keep it a hundred. It looked nice under the hood. It was nothing special, but it looked nice. And people used to always be like, Hey, what you got in the hood? What you got? I was like, Oh, it's just a V6 dog. It ain't nothing special, <laughs> like, it ain't nothing, but it looked good. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, now nah, that car was dope, man. You know what I mean? But, uh, it, it wasn't nothing special. It just looked nice. <laughs> the, the fastest car I ever owned. And it, I didn't own it long. Was that 1991 Dodge Daytona? Oh wow, well, that's what's up. And, and the reason I didn't own it long, a couple reasons. First oh. of all, I bought it, when I bought it, it was because I blew a car up. Oh and, my god! And my, oh, okay. My friend sold it to me for three hundred dollars, and I put, had to put a grand into it before. Okay, I could, that's still not bad. Thirteen hundred, right. yeah. And then, right after that, we found out we were having my twin daughters. Oh man! So it's like, oh, this and car is a, not going to work, coupe, right? That's a coupe, right? Yeah, uh, and, yeah. and it's tiny. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, me and it, it was like the clown car where you see all the clowns getting out. Don't do that. But um, <laughs> so we found out we were having twins, and um, we had our son who, when the twins were born, he's twenty six months old. So, okay. so he was almost two, and um. He, if his car seat was in the back seat, nobody could ride in the passenger seat because it had to touch was, the dashboard. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's so, crazy. So that was the first thing. So we knew we were getting rid of it, and yeah. then and then the transmission went in it, and um, that was just more of a reason to get rid of it. Yeah. So I had it for like three months on the road. Wow. Um, but I did one time. I'll tell one more crazy car story, and then yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get to. Um, it snowed really hard, and. Mm-hmm. The Daytona is sitting in my driveway, and I opened the back door, and the snow was taller than the car. 
Oh and man! I was I was like, okay, I got to see if this thing will go in the snow because I have to drive it to work. <laughs> He's like, I know what he's in. So I go out, I shovel out to the door, I get in, I start to back out. It gets stuck, mm. and the snow is higher than the roof. Oh my god! I can't, I can't get the door open. <laughs> And the car won't go in either direction. Oh, my God, bro. And I left my cell phone in the house, so I couldn't even call for help. What? No. So, so what you do? So I sat there and just kept rocking it until eventually it started to go forward. And okay. I floored it and then slammed the brakes on because the driveway is only the length of a car. Okay, 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 okay. okay. So I got it in and I come in the house. And my wife's like, where have you been? I was like, in the driveway. Yo, Why didn't you come look for me? Yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. I never did. I did not take it out that day. <laughs> Yo, nah, bro. That sounds like an, a very eventful three months with that car. Like, oh, that was- <laughs> And then, um, are you familiar with Route 70? No. Route 70, no. All right. So Route 70, it's east or west, but really it goes north and south. I don't okay. understand that at all. Okay. Um, if you get on Route 70, it'll take you to West Virginia. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I drive that every day to go to go to school, to work. Okay. And there are tractor trailers on it because it's big interstate, uh, goes north yeah, and south. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, In that three months, I probably got ran off the road 25 times because the trucks, they didn't see me. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. What? No, that's crazy. So I liked that car, but it was probably good that it only lasted three hey, months. That's just sound like a death trap, bro. <laughs> So, like, oh, listen, I, I didn't even tell you the part where you had to grab the dashboard to make the turn signals work. What? <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Yeah, nah, I'm happy you got rid of it, bro. Me I'm too. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But, all right, so let's get back on to topic. And uh, why don't you tell us where your music and you can be found online? Absolutely. So at the bottom, you see gallowsworld.com. Uh, you can find it on my website. Uh, my website links to all my social media on my Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, everything Gallo Loch Ness. You know what I mean? If you don't go to the website, you could also search Gallo Loch Ness on everything. Uh, like I said, every social media site that I, I mentioned, it's on iTunes, um, any every streaming platform, Pandora, all that. So, yeah. I'm going to remove the banner here for a second. There it is. There's how you spell Gallo Loch Ness if you want to yes. search that. Yeah. Okay. Also, um, what do you have coming up? I mean, I'm guessing you probably have a lot coming up, but <laughs> probably can't tell us about some of it either. Yeah, no, no, I got a lot. I definitely got a lot. Man, I got plenty to talk about. But uh, yeah, there's definitely some things I can't mention. But um, yeah, man, I got um, I got a show in Philly coming out on November 13th. Um, I may have a show either October 22nd or 23rd. We're still kind of working it out at the Penn Hill Cinema. Um, you know what I mean? With Filter. Uh, shout out to them. That's how I went to San Antonio with. So shout out to Filter. Nice. Yeah. Um, I got a, um, working on a lot of projects. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know it's really hard to see the shirt, but I'm work, coming out with an album with my guy, Budokai. He's, he's based out of Colorado. We have a joint project that we drop in uh, next March um, or this coming March, I should say, um, uh, called Overcomer. It's a, it's a positive hip hop album. Uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of lyricism. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. So we got that drop in. Working with a lot of different artists, man. Katie Roman, Swiss Ivory. Um, my guy matches out in Portland. Um, Brookfield Deuce out of Portland as well. Uh, his cousin is Damian Lillard. Uh, so we're working on a couple of joints together. 
Um, and then I'm, a, I'm also on the Grammy board. I'm a governor uh, for the Philadelphia chapter, um, working with a lot of uh, board members with some music, but also working on bringing um, the Grammy presence to Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? Giving uh, artists a true, real chance um, to be heard on a, on, a, on a bigger scale, on a bigger level. Um, and also to get involved with, like, you know, saving the music. You know what I'm saying? The Grammys is the Recording Academy, excuse me, is very involved with that. You know what I mean? They got the Grammy U, which which mentors young kids. Uh, they got Music Cares, which helps artists that are struggling. Uh, you don't have to be a Grammy member in order to, to apply, but they help with financial, with rent and, and things like that. So whatever you need help with, um, Music Cares is, is huge uh, for that. Um, so, yeah, I'm very, very involved with the, with the Recording Academy. And then uh, I'm starting a podcast. Um, which is, I know, right? Yeah. Um, I, might, I might have a few of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, listen, man, a lot of people asked me to start a podcast a long, long time ago. My plate is full, but I feel like uh, I feel like the time is now. Um, so it's going to be called the PEM, uh, the PEM podcast. So uh, pause is short for positive. You know what I mean? So a little play on words. And uh, I'm going to be interviewing, interviewing artists. Uh, that drop music, and we're going to celebrate the artists. It's a way to celebrate them, and then we're going to dig a little deep into, like, mental health, see what they've been going through, see what, see what, what uh, you know, because at the end of the day, man, like, as artists, we could talk about it in our music, but we don't like to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, talk, talk about mm-hmm. it. So, um, you know, I want to kind of put it out there, like, yo, it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to talk to somebody about it. Uh, so I'm using uh, the, the artists that I interview um, as examples. You know what I mean? So when people watch it, hopefully that'll kind of open the door for them to be like, yo, you know what? I, I can talk about my my struggles and what I've been going through. You know what I mean? It, like music is a platform, but it's okay to vent too. You right. know what I mean? So uh, that's the whole point of the, of the pod, of the podcast. And uh, yeah, and that's probably going to drop it on like November. So yeah, I got a lot, a lot of things going on. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to ask you a couple of my off the wall Pennsylvania rock show type questions. Let's do um, it. Let's go with um, let's go with this one and and listen to how it's worded. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. So an apocalyptic event happens. Okay, and a handful of humans survive. Okay, but to go along with this handful of humans, one song from every artist in the history of the world survives. The rest of the music is is destroyed. Which okay. Gallo Lochner's song should survive and help those humans repopulate the earth? Oh yeah, easily, man. Probably my, probably my biggest song is uh, "I'm a Push," because um, "I'm a Push" is all about you know being knocked down but finding a way to move forward. You know what I'm saying? And then if you want to uh, repopulate, then you're gonna have to push in more than one way. <laughs> <laughs> you you pick it up what I put down. I, I you did pick it up what I put down. <laughs> nah. All right. So real quick, real quick, I got a story about it. My bad, my bad. I got a real, real quick story about I'm a push. So I I performed in schools uh, early on, and I'm a push was like my biggest song. So people like, especially on the east, east uh, Pennsylvania, uh, like a lot of people know the lyrics. They know that song. It's like a favorite song. So I performed at this middle school one year. The kids loved it, right? I came back the next year, right? I went to go perform I'm a push. Little did I know, these kids were using it. As a mosh pit song. 
Yo, so I'm over here doing, I'm going to push it. I see the circle form, and they going back and pushing each other. I'm like, no, <laughs> this is not me for that. <laughs> no. So, it, yeah, that's this. That's just a little side story about I, I'm going to push. <laughs> as a teacher, had I been in that room, I also would have been going, no. Oh, yeah, bro. It's like middle school kids, man. Like, no. What are you doing? So, yeah, anyways. <laughs> All right. So we're going to grab grab a DeLorean for this one. Okay, cool. And you can go back in time for this answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. If you could perform with any musician in the history of the world, who would you want to perform with? And where would you like to perform? Now, keep in mind, Metallica performed in Antarctica. So you can perform anywhere. That's wild. Oh, man, that's tough, bro. So first and foremost, I would love to perform with Biggie. I think that would be incredible. Um, I actually knew his mom growing up. So to be able to perform with him and his mom watching and my mom watching, I think that would be incredible. Uh, where? We're, uh, probably, in, I don't know, man, somewhere in New York because we both are from New York. So I think that would be have such a huge uh, impact. You know what I mean, but I, I yeah, Biggie is definitely my choice, man. I would I would love to share a stage. I would have loved to share a stage with uh, Biggie. I mean, if you're picking a place in New York, you got to go Madison Square Garden, right? Yeah, yeah, we could do it. Yeah, I, I, you know what? You help me with that. I dig it. Or that, <laughs> or Central Park, like just like an outside joint. You know what I mean? Have set up a stage and have everybody come out. That could be dope too. You know, I am um, my my family like my intermediate family and my mom and my dad, we went on a bus tour to New York. Okay. And um, we went to Central Park. And one of the coolest things was we walked past a band that was busking yeah. in a park. I yeah. had to stop and take a picture. I'm like, I have yeah. to post this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then and then there's a, like an walkway. It almost looks like a bridge. But okay. Then underneath it was tiled. Yeah. And there was someone in there singing a cappella. Mm-hmm. And but the acoustics yeah yeah bro it was awesome i'm like yeah. and the tour guide's like okay we're moving on i'm like no we're still nah, here i'm not ready <laughs> i'm not ready yet <laughs> nah bro like new york one thing i love about new york and growing up in new york man i've always seen performers right i've always seen performers from being in the streets on the side of buildings in the subway um everywhere bro i see i've always seen performers i've been surrounded by it so and it doesn't matter if dancers drummers saxophonists whatever right bro what that's one thing about new york that performance energy is incredible you know what i mean so like if 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 you love performances and, and you've never been to new york i definitely recommend people to just at least visit man because it doesn't matter what day it is you're gonna see a dope performance you know what i mean yeah i was and i didn't see we i didn't see anyone in the subway but okay okay did come across two performers in Central Park. Okay. Yeah, I've seen, bro, I've seen many, many performances in the subway, man. People doing flips and, and singing and rapping. And, and and then I've seen homeless performances, too, where they tell you their story. <laughs> it's like, you know, you know, but it is what it is, man. But it's 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 cool, man. It's, it's cool, bro. So I love that about New York. Like, that energy, bro, that vibe is always in the city and they, they call it the city that never sleeps. Right. For a reason. All right. So we're going to, we're going to go full circle here for a moment. Yeah. We're going to go back to the, the food truck and food industry. Yeah. 
I, I didn't like the hot dog I got. <laughs> what? I know. I knew. I knew that was going to be your reaction. I think it was a. Uh, what are the two main brands? One is Nathan's. Yeah, I love and, Nathan's. And what was the other one? Sobretto. Sobretto? I think. It, I think it might have been. Yeah, I think it might have yeah. been that. Yeah. I don't like Nathan's either. But no, <laughs> no. I, I know. <laughs> I love Nathan's, I, bro. I did eat the hot dog. Okay. My kids took a bite and threw it in the garbage. Oh, oh, it was that bad? Which one was it? It was it was both it was Nathan's or I, I think it was the, the other one, the Sabrina. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really like that one either. Yeah. Um but yeah, they were they were like, uh oh. <laughs> uh, man. You took like, you talking about New York hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, right in the city. Okay, okay, all right, yeah. cool, cool. All right, my bad. We yeah. on the same page now. I thought you were talking <laughs> about the food truck, the two was the two hot no. dogs. Okay, okay, got you. The the hot dog guys, theirs are awesome. Okay, got you. Nah, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't recommend eating hot dogs in New York. Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you on that, bro. (laughs) Um, I know it's it's like a big thing, like yo, I got a new, I gotta go to New York and I gotta have a hot dog. Like, no, you don't have to have a hot dog. (laughs) Don't don't do that. We we did it. I agree. Uh, (laughs) No, no, but I would recommend the pizza. Did you have pizza in New York? So that's a funny story too. So we take this whole trip to New York City. Yeah, you know. To my daughter is standing behind me now because she nah. got a peek in there with <laughs> and um we end up ordering pizza f- from the hotel in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, I knew what it is. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> no. And I was like, and you know, I'm yeah, I'm giving my parents a hard time. I'm like, we drove all the way to New York and we're getting Jersey. New Jersey pizza. Uh, come on, bro. <laughs> so I'll tell you. So I'm from the Bronx, but the best pizza is in Brooklyn. Brooklyn has the best pizza. Um, but I, I love New York pizza, period. You can find some really good pizza in Manhattan. Um, but it's got to be like a mom and pop shop. Like, don't go to Sabaro's or or a baked p- pizza place. Like, you got to go to a mom and pop shop, and they're going to have that official New York pizza. You know what I mean? Cheesy, greasy. You got to fold it to eat it. Like that's, that's the, that's, that's what you need to experience. You know? Um, I will say I went to Chicago a couple years ago with my brother. The deep dish. I love yeah. deep dish pizza. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I will make it back to Chicago yeah. just to eat deep dish. <laughs> yeah. What are, what are they called? Uh, Georgiano's or something like that? I, uh, I can't it, it's something yeah it's something like that yeah i actually went we was in colorado and we went to that restaurant in colorado man yo the deep dish is is i love deep dish pizza Cause, and not for not like i grew up on new york pizza bro i used to get you know back when a slice was a dollar 25 you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like a dollar 25 75 cents for a snapple all i needed was two dollars <laughs> and i was good you know what i'm saying but um but you so experience like that deep dish pizza i love yeah, it bro we, we my brother and i were at the outdoor um hockey game chicago versus pittsburgh oh wow that's soldier, dope. soldier field yeah and we came home after the penguins got <laughs> murdered and <laughs> i was trying to pick the right word yeah. and uh by home i mean to the hotel and we ordered this pizza and it it's you know it's like this thick yeah bro yep and we ate did all you expect it. that did you, know it, did you know what it looked like no so it probably threw you off right it, it did but yeah. you know it was warm and it tasted good yeah. and we were freezing and the next yeah. thing you knew there was no more pizza nah bro <laughs> it's cheesy it's saucy the the bread is good nah bro that chunk is good it's good <laughs> I, 
Go ahead. Hey, no, th- this is a food podcast. This I know, episode. bro. I was, I was going <laughs> to say the same thing, bro. I know I sound like I know I sound like a foodie, bro. Like I love food, bro. I just went to Colorado and I was watching. Um, I think it's like Dive and Diners or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And they they was like, I looked at Colorado. I was like, all right. So what do I need to try in Colorado, bro? I did this. They got this hot dog place. I can't remember the name now, but they have rattlesnake. It was rattlesnake with like cactus sauce, and I was like, I have to try it. And bro, it was so good. It was really, really good, man. And then I had I had elk too. I had an elk hot dog. Um, then new thing, oh biker gems. There we go, biker gems. And um, and and they actually had ostrich too, but I didn't uh, I didn't um, I didn't try the ostrich. I, and I and I wanted to, but I didn't I didn't get to. Yeah, you know I mean, I am. Um... I've had elk. Um, I haven't had rattlesnake. <laughs> nah, yeah, bro. They, bro, they did elk with uh, onions and cream cheese. They put cream cheese in the elk, bro. It was banging. It was so good. Um, but yeah, you, you mentioned ostrich. I had ostrich once. How um, is it? Well, it was more like a Slim Jim made out of, out of ostrich. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I, I like it. Yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah. Because all it you was had like, was the ostrich. You didn't have nothing else paired yeah. with it. Yeah, it was like yeah. one bite into the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing with like the rattlesnake. Yo, they they had it with like some cactus sauce and like fried onions, and it was like, bro, like the combination was super good. <laughs> so the answer to the question that just popped up on the screen here, would you try Rocky Mountain oysters is no. Negative. <laughs> yeah, negative. I, I would never. <laughs> like, and it's a delicacy there, bro. It's a delicacy. Like it's expensive for, for Rocky Mountain oysters. But they, uh they can eat them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So for everybody that don't know what Rocky Mountain oysters are, is they are what are they, bull testicles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like bull testicles. So yeah, yeah I'm straight. I'm good on that. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm looking at the time. I do have another podcast that I need to record tonight. Perfect. So what what we're gonna do now is I'm gonna have you go ahead and ask the question of um <laughs> I just blanked on his first name. <laughs> uh Bradley, Bradley, Bradley Scott. Bradley Scott Malone, thank you. Yes, sir. So Bradley Scott go ahead. I was gonna say who you're probably familiar with. Yes. From uh, the vault. You know, crossing over at the vault. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's a, a vault artist. So, okay, so my question, is, I'm reading it, so if I look crazy, I'm reading it. Um, all right, so, Bradley, I see you have been doing music for well over 20 years. What keeps you motivated to keep creating and putting out good music? Yeah, see, now you're stuck listening to the next episode so you yeah, can hear sir. Bradley's answer. Because I need to know. I need to <laughs> right. know. That's that's what I really should have called this podcast was the chain letter of podcasts. There you go. I love it. <laughs> All right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna head off into the evening. I'm gonna let Gallo head uh into the rest of his evening. I'm yes. sure he has lots of things he needs to work on. And um I am going to prepare um this podcast as much as I can before I start recording the next one. Uh, which is episode number 584 of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. Wow, bro. Um, so if you do the math, that means I've done almost 700 between the oh two. Oh, my gosh, bro. <laughs> That's dope. And so, so, and I'm about to start my first, so I got a long way to go. Listen, here's the key to it. Consistency. Yeah. That's the key. 
try and try and release them same day, same time, every time because okay. people get used to that. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me, man. You are the man. You're I welcome. appreciate you inviting thank me you. on, bro. You made me hungry, by the way. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> There's a Pizza Uno in Homestead, which is okay. a, which is a good facsimile of the deep dish. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. I'm gonna try that, bro. I'm a. You know what's crazy, bro? I'm not from Pittsburgh like that, so I love Calientes. I know a lot of you people. know. Go ahead. I I've never had Calientes, but I want a pizza from them once. <laughs> okay, you never claimed it. You never had it. <laughs> I didn't. I live. I live about 35 miles north of the city. Oh, okay. So, so that's a drive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, yeah. I, I won it on one of those. Um, you know, who's going to score the first Penguins goal or something like that? Oh, okay. And I was so excited. And I'm like, wait a minute, I don't even know where this place is. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Exactly. Yeah, I love Calientes, bro. I, every time I tell somebody in Pittsburgh, like, oh. You need to try this instead. Like, man, I'm good. I love it. They they win all kinds of awards, though. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So, listen, the first time I had it, it was like fireworks in my mouth, man. I love it. I love Kelly I'm going to do two more advertisements here for some of my website clients. So, if you come out this way, which is the um, Alley Kiski Valley, like New Kensington is kind of in the valley, to give you an idea. Um. There's a place called Route 66 Barbecue and Wood Fired Pizza. Okay. That is that is in Apollo. It's only open in the summers. Okay. Um, it is a food truck, but they're stationary. They're in the same place all the time. Okay. Um, amazing pizza. Route 66. Um, okay. And their website is route66bbq.com. And then okay. the other one is my cousin's place. And um, it's Dommy's, D-O-M-M-Y-S.com. Okay. Um, they so Domi's is a fresh dough pizza. Um, it originated in the 80s. Okay, um, it has been owned by three families, and two of them I've been related to. <laughs> That's, That's what's up, though. Um, what's up? so Domi's and Route 66 bar and uh, and what do you say, Route 66 barbecue and fire and, and wood fired pizza? Wood fired pizza. <laughs> All right, cool, dope. I'm definitely gonna check them out. <laughs> Hey, so and all of you out there, Neil, <laughs> need to check it out as well. Um, this has been episode number sixty-five with three questions and a song. Gallo, I want to thank you again for hanging out with us. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you having me on. And you guys are about to hear from John American Hill, Jack Lane. That's going to tell you how to subscribe, leave comments, and where to find us, which happens to be on the first and fifteenth of every month. And then the Pennsylvania Rock Show that I mentioned earlier is every Friday. At, and you can find both of those at buildthescene.com. And then I have a third one, which is fairly new. Where I think we're going into episode number five. It's called Live Friendly Fire. It's live on xrpradio.co.uk. And um, Jonna from First Angel Media joins me. We play some music from the um, Western Pennsylvania and sometimes into Ohio. And we may have played a song from Iran on the last episode. Oh, wow. Um, and then the owner and manager of XRP, Tiz and ALC, um, also known as Cat. <laughs> um, they then listen to the song. They try and pull a song out of their playlist that's similar. And then the people that are live in the chat room talk about the two songs and what they liked and what they didn't. And then they choose which side won that round. That's cool. And uh, that usually, I'm saying usually, but it's it's supposed to be the second Saturday of each month. Um, 
we've had two on the second Saturday and two on the third Saturday. So <laughs> we're working on that consistency <laughs> thing still. Okay. But that, that one's xrpradio.co.uk slash chat. And then, as I said, you can find Build a Scene, the three questions in a song in Pennsylvania Rock Show on buildascene.com um, and First Angel Media as well. Um, my name is Bill, and I will catch you on the next episode. This episode of Three Questions of a Song has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more on-site music from around the globe. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.